Well, hello there, lovely listeners, and welcome back to another soul-nourishing episode of A Light on the Hill. Good morning to you. I'm your host, Shan Hutch, and today we're diving deep into a topic that's often overlooked in our fast-paced world. So I prayed and I asked God, what did he want me to tell his people? And so this is what he gave me. So the topic is God's law, going back to the basics. Uh, So go ahead, grab your favorite cup of warm so we can embark on this enlightening journey together. But um, before we get into it, I would like to say a quick prayer for all those who are listening. So if you would just um, bow your head, close your eyes, or just close your eyes, or no. Uh, Father God in heaven, hallowed is your name. Lord, we want to thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We also would like to thank you, Father God, for giving us another day giving us another chance to get things right. We are in the end times, Lord, and all the clues, all of the information, everything that we've needed, you have given, and yet we have been disobedient. We have ignored you. We have been leaning on our own understanding. And so therefore, Father God, In this moment, we ask that you direct our steps according to your will, Lord. Decrease us and increase yourself in us so that we are able to go out and be disciples for you and your word, Lord. The time is near and we got to get going. There's no time to waste. Father God, we ask that you give us your wisdom, your guidance, your patience, and your understanding as we go through what your law means. I pray that everyone on the other side of this computer can open their heart enough to let you in, Father God. All of these things we do ask in the sweet, sweet name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you guys um, for that. Uh, Prayer life is is a very important life, a a very important part of your life. So, um, all right, my listeners, let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, so, you know, friends, it seems like in today's modern age, we've become so absorbed by the constant influx of information, the rush of our daily lives, and the allure of the latest trends. Um, And with that, we've somehow managed to push aside the timeless, timeless wisdom found within God's law. 
but hold on, hold on, because we're going to take a step back and we're going to step back to the very beginning. And I, I don't want you to run. Don't run. It's not going to be, you know, this long, drawn out something where I lose your attention and, you, and you're really not getting it because that's not how I want to, um, it's not how I want to come off. Uh, in Genesis 26.5, we're reminded of a profound truth. Because Abraham listened to and obeyed my voice and consistently kept my charge, my commands, my statutes, and guess what, y'all? My laws. That's, that's a scripture. That he, he actually is saying his charge, his commands, his statutes. And his law. So that tells us right there, the law isn't going, going away. And a lot of people try to, and, and sorry y'all, sidebar. A lot of people try to justify not following God's law by saying, oh, you know, well now we under grace. We don't have to, um, you know, it's, it's, the grace is from the sanctimonious part of the old testament like when we do stuff wrong now we don't have to go out and get our best calf and burn it that's what that means we're under grace from that we're not under grace from uh you still can tell a lie or you can steal or you can you know sleep with your neighbor's wife or, t or bear false witness you can have idol no that's not that's not what grace is. And and so many people, in order to justify their sin, they start rewriting in their mind scripture. Or they they try they they interpret it in a way that they know is wrong, but they're gonna twist it and bend it to fit their narrative. And that is wrong. That that's wrong. And so um Again, his law, it just wasn't for the Israelites. It, it, it's for everyone. And because times have changed, the essence of right and wrong, having a moral compass in God's law, that remains unshaken. Like, God's law will forever be. His word will forever be. See, God does not change. He tells you that. He is the same today as he was yesterday, the day before that, the millennia before that, and so forth and so on. And so people get to a place where they feel like um, they don't have to change. Or, um, you know, basically, I can do what I want to do and wait till the last minute. And that's when I'll say, Lord, Lord. But if you listen to my last episode, <laughs> baby, that's not, 
that's not happening. You can't live the way you want to live up until the very last minute when Jesus is a fact. Because faith is not, you don't see it, but you have to believe it, even when you don't see it. And and people have gotten so, I mean, just all over the place with that. But I hope that this provides some clarity because here the podcast is going to be Bible based, but we will be hitting these hot topics. Um, that's just like when I talk about the essence of right and wrong, I saw on the internet just yesterday it's a church, and I can't remember where the church was, but I do know that this church allowed two men to get married. And from the context of it, I'm assuming the, the way that it was put out is that the two men is their church. So they got married in their church. No, I didn't, it didn't freeze. I, I'm just, two men got married in their church. God tells you he will not be mocked. That is a mockery. Because the Bible is full, full of instances and scriptures that speak out against that. Moving on. So we have theologians across the centuries that have echoed the truth of God's law. So if you think about Augustine of Hippo, who once said, now this is this is kind of deep, so listen, listen close. So Augustine says the law was given that grace might be sought. And grace was given that the law might be fulfilled. One more time. The law was given that grace might be sought. And grace was given that the law might be fulfilled. I told y'all it was profound. Grace and the law dance together, right? It's like they are two sides of the same coin, guiding us towards a life of purpose and fulfillment. Because think about it, if you all about self, right, what's the point? You know, like, and, and I, I get it. Some people may be okay with that. Some people, but I just, I feel that's not sufficient for God's people. And now is the time where you, you can't be on the fence. It's either him or nah, and, and, and that's where we are, you know, and we all have people in our family, 
we all have friends and 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 you know people that we love and we care about that we know are doing things wrong and we get to a point where we feel like well oh i can't say nothing because i got i do this and i do that and you know things like that and and you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and get down to the to the dirty dirty so for a while i don't know how many um notice well a lot of people that already know me personally know this but i have been in a total of four car accidents the devil has really been trying to take me out one way or the other if it ain't health it's car accidents and i just even though i have my stuff going on and I, I don't, I don't want to tell too much because um, I'm sorry, y'all. My ha- my hair is so long. I keep when I lean back, I keep pulling my hair. So I gotta forgive me for that. Um, but I just want to have some personality on here too. I don't want to just sit here like a robot. So if that bothers you, I'm sorry. If you don't want to come back, I'm good. I just I want to keep it real here. You know, my husband was watching my. Um, my previous two episodes, and he was like, well, you might want to not say um so much. You might want to work on that. But that's who I am. That's a part of me, number one, because I, I am shy, but also because that um fills the space as my brain is trying to find what I'm trying to talk about. And I know it's a lot of y'all out there that probably can um, agree with me on that I'm I'm just, you know, my mind is not as sharp. That's why at this point in time, I really got to lean on God's understanding because if I lean on my own, only he knows where I would end up. Uh, so now we're going to journey to Matthew 5, 7, Matthew 5, verses 17 through 18. And, um, This is where Jesus himself proclaimed, do not think that I came to do away with or undo the law or the writings of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For I assure you and most solemnly say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke of the pen will pass from the law until all things which it foreshadows are accomplished. Right? So in that scripture right there, Jesus is telling us he didn't come to uh, get rid of the law. That, That was not his purpose. He came to fulfill it so that, again, we don't have to be out here sacrificing things and burning things and all of those, the the sanctimonious type um, requirements that were in the Old Testament. Um, But that does not give you a free pass to live how you want to live and then think that it's okay. So 
uh, what is y'all's takeaway from that? I mean, in a world overflowing with distractions and these fleeting trends and these changing norms, God's law is, I mean, it's a steadfast anchor. Like if you, you would easily be caught up in all the confusion if you choose to disobey and not believe what is, y'all know what I'm getting ready to show you because it's, it's, it's my favorite book. Your God in light right here. This is your God in light. This is your light on the hill. That, that is the whole reason for this podcast. It's for nothing more. I don't care if I only have one person that listens to me every time I get on here or every time I post the episode. One person. That's all I ask. And I have to throw this in too because I feel like if y'all enjoy it or if you find it beneficial or if you know of anyone that may need this share it you can share it you can like it you can engage none of it costs you anything because if you look at my social media i always say that the message is free honey you ain't got to pay me the only time that the money is involved is i, I mean because i'll try to find free uh podcast hosting free this free 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 because I don't want anybody to think that I'm doing this for fame or for um, popularity or for likes. I, I don't care. I really don't. Because as it stands right now, I know where I am in my journey with God. Again, this isn't just, it's for me because I love being able going through my Bible on a daily basis and reading scripture, it, it is helping to um, bring things back that I had lost during that journey, um, which we'll get into. I, I know a lot of people probably tune in for that one because we do have a lot of nosy people and people that nosy Christians too that still like the gossip. But it's all good. It is all good. Um, so God's law is a beacon of truth and it points us towards a life of meaning and significance. Do y'all know how good it feels when you can give somebody something, not expecting anything in return? not doing it for kudos, just to give somebody something, just, just because. The Spirit might lead you to give somebody something, and it's not for you, it's for them. It's God using you to show them He is real, He's here, He's living, He knows your, your needs. And Matthew, I'm, and, and, I'm going to try to do this from memory, but I am going to double check after I say it just to see if I was right or wrong. But Matthew 6, 
33, I believe. No, that might be the Lord's Prayer. But I know it's in Matthew. And it's like, um, I don't know. I have to, I have to, because I'm trying to figure out a way to best communicate. So I'm going to have to table that. But um, God's law is a beacon of truth. And it, it just points us in the right direction. And honestly, it makes you feel better. My previous episode when I talked about doing a spiritual cleanse, I really meant that thing. If you do a spiritual cleanse, right? It's like um, you start to feel different on the inside. You feel a tad bit lighter. You um, Your thoughts are not so worldly anymore. And the spiritual cleanse is just not listening to like secular music or um, you know, watching things on television that disagree with the Lord. And so I have been doing that. Now I have slipped on some things, um, when it comes to the television, but in all honesty, I really cut back a lot on my television because it ain't nothing good coming from it. And it just makes you feel bad. I mean, you got all of this doom and gloom. And I'm so sick of doom and gloom. I just seen um, one of my cousins sent me a text talking about some new uh, um, sickness is about to hit again. Something like what we had um, in 2020. Just a different... uh, version of it that's supposed to be more deadly and this that and the third and encouraging people to start wearing their mask again and I felt like I should probably tell you guys that um something else is coming and so I just want you to be ready because see if you if you stay ready you don't have to get ready because you keep your eyes looking up we never know when Jesus is coming. He says he will come like a thief in the night. And, you know, if you're naked, you can't go back and get your clothes. Because when he calls you, you got to go. It ain't no turning around. Or it ain't no, oh, come on, mama. Come on, come on. No, it's, it's none of that. It's about you and him. And I don't know. I, I just feel like Everyone should refresh themselves with God's law, the Ten Commandments. Um, because right now we are in a state of spiritual emergency. Um, God wants no one to perish. But it's it would seem that a lot of people don't care whether they perish or not. And to me, that's the sad part, that you have become so um, 
sad or you've become so like aloof and you just don't know which way is up. Believe me, we've all been there. We've all been there. But I have to say the the the, the consistent thing that has always brought me back has been the Holy Spirit given to me by Jesus who was given to us by God. Look at that love. How despicable we are. We still have a creator that is willing to give us chance after chance after chance. But then it gets to a point, yo, if you're not going to try, you know, and it's like once God has turned his back on you, what do you have left? You know, and I feel like I need to tell this to someone. If you are continually living in sin, no matter what that sin is, if you are continually living in that sin, that means you are choosing that sin over your Savior. The things that happen to you, like if you get a new car or a new job, you're getting money, those are not blessings from who you think they are. They're not blessings from the God of heaven. Because, see, when you're living in sin, that means you are being separated from God. The devil can bless you, too. Satan can give you money. Satan can give you a nice car and a nice house. Stop being so closed-minded thinking that, you know, oh, the Lord is blessing me. If you live in and you are fornicate, like all of those things. We have to know that that's not from the Lord, those blessings, because if they were, then that would make the whole Bible, the whole idea of God, um, it would make it null and void if that was the case. I mean, shoot. You live how you want to live, do what you want to do, and you still got money, and you still got cars, and you got this, you got that, and you like, hey, oh. But you, you, you going home to that sin. It's not from God. And I, and I hope that if you go to church or you have a pastor or somebody that you can talk to about that, I hope that you do have it because. Y'all, it ain't no time to be playing around. You 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 have people dropping dead just and I mean if LeBron's son can go into cardiac arrest and he got all that money and all of them things, the best health care money can buy, he still had a heart attack. At what, 18, 17, 18? So me at my 47, who am I to think that the same thing can't happen to me? Who are you to think that it can't happen to you? And so I just want to kind of wrap up this little 
segment. Um, and I hope y'all really enjoy it because the things that I'm going to bring to you, they are good uh, discussion starters. And sometimes I'll do lives so that people, we can interact. You know, you, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people in order to be able to maintain what you got going on with the Lord. And you have to be diligent. You have to really be disciplined. And actually, um, consistency and discipline, that is going to be on an upcoming um, episode as well. because. Well, I got a lot to say about that, too. But um, really, as we wrap up this enlightening journey today, remember, God's law was not put into place to be a burden. If you look at it, you think about the cross, right? The first five commandments are in regards to your relationship with God. So you look at that part of the cross, this part. This is the part looking up. So that tells you this is how I'm supposed to be for God, right? Then you got the next five, the second set of five. Those are put in place for your relationship with other people, which is here. This part, the horizontal part, that's the connection part. God made us so that we can connect with one another. That's why I said um, episode two, you know, you can make a decision here or wherever you may be. You can be in Alaska and you can make a decision that could potentially impact my life here in Virginia. Because we are all connected. And then that comes from your disobedience. If you have it in your spirit to do something, I suggest, well, I can't, I'm sorry. Can't say that. But because uh, people might take that the wrong way or take it out of context. So I'm going to just leave that alone to the next episode. But um, I just want y'all to remember that. God's law is not a burden. And really, when you think about it, God's law is a gift. It is a gift. Um, it's a gift that helps us navigate all of the complexities of life, all the uncertainties, um, and the choices we face every day. God's law is a gift that leads us back to the basics, the basics of love, justice, and righteousness. All that extra stuff, all of these extra distractions, all of these ideologies that's being put, like shoved in your face, down your throat, don't fall for it. Um, And again, like I said, I don't, I don't participate in that. I will not let anyone force me to lie. So to be clear, 
This is not hate. But actually, what is hate? Hate is someone trying to force you to lie. If I know that you are a male or a female, but you want to say you identify with the opposite, which to me, that makes no sense. That's sorry, y'all. Whole nother show. But um, yeah, I'm not going to be forced to lie. And I'm not going to jeopardize my soul um, giving you misinformation or trying to lead you down a path that I know is incorrect. Um, because I don't want to die dirty. And that is like my daily mantra. I don't want to die dirty, Lord. I want you to lead me and guide me. But because I can still feel like your your conscience is is what science likes to call it. Well, I'm, and I know we do have a conscience, but more or less, that's just the Holy Spirit. When you're being led to do the things that are good, that line up with God's will, then you know those are from the Holy Spirit. Or when you are faced with a struggle um, and you're able to navigate through that struggle in a good way, that's the Holy Spirit leading you out to the other side. So, but yeah, this, this topic was a little um, deep for me. Um, because I'm now in 33 minutes. But yeah, I, I just want the show to be real. I don't want it to seem like uh, you watching someone that's untouchable. As long as y'all don't try to hurt me, I'm good. Um, and, and now, my dear listeners, uh, before we part ways, I want to give you a little sneak peek into our next Soul Stern episode, which I kind of gave it away a little bit, which is going to be discipline and consistency. We all struggle there. Discipline and consistency. Why do they have to be so hard? Um... And the impact of not having discipline and consistency, how that impacts you. So, you know, now that you know what's coming, maybe y'all can think about it and we can, maybe I could do some kind of live chat or something, maybe. I don't know yet because right now I'm doing all of this on my own. Um, And when I say on my own, I mean, I don't have any physical help here. I don't have anybody looking up things for me. It's all me um, and God. I, I get my guidance from him and then I follow it. If y'all can see me, sometimes I'm on here Googling, well, how do I do this? And where do I need to move this to? And, how? and so that's why I say I would, ju- I would appreciate y'all just listening. Um, and it's not trying to force anything on anybody. Um, but just know here, right is right and wrong is wrong. I'm, I'm not going to condone anything that's wrong. Uh, and, I mean, 
you can take me or leave me because I know from whence cometh my help. And I don't need, I have gotten to a place and I'm so thankful. Lord knows I am so thankful that I have come to a place where I can care less about how people feel about how I present God's word or um, the things that I say. Because those things are not coming from me. It's not like I'm just pulling them out my tail or I, I dreamt them up and, and now I'm trying to force them on everybody. No. So that's why I say if you have any kind of questions, concerns, comments, leave them in the comment section. I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, it might not be uh, right away, but when I get back with you, I will have um, everything I need because I have a shirt that says, when I say first of all, then you know. I already got all my charts, my data, my, my re everything. So if ever y'all hear me say, first of all, then you know it's coming. I'm getting ready to go in. Um, but this, the sneak peek into that episode about discipline and consistency, the impact of not having any, I think that is going to be um, a very good episode. And sometimes the episodes might not be 30 minutes. Sometimes they'll be over 30 minutes. I just let the spirit move me. And... Um, I wanted to, before we end, give you a couple scriptures that God gave to me this morning. Um, they're not on my notes. They're actually in the Bible. And uh, I would say, let's see, two of them <clears throat> have a lot to do with this episode, what we just um, talked about. Um, the first one I want to give you, and if you don't have time to look, write it down and go back and look at it later. Because I feel like once you read it and it resonates inside, you probably feel a change right then. But Isaiah um, 520, it reads, whoa, judgment is coming. Coming to all those who call evil good and good evil. Who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness. Who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That's deep. God lets you know right there. When you fall for that confusion, and you got to really do some, some soul searching because if you are able to fall um, into that confusion, if you conform, if you use someone's pronouns or you address someone you know is not a man or a woman, they're the opposite as what they are identifying as, that means you are conforming. And so, therefore, that is something I will not do. I will not sacrifice my soul. And so many um, little things have been popping up on um, my feed about these celebrities talking about they didn't, they didn't have to sell their soul 
I had asked that question years ago of my husband. I said, you know, do you think that Beyonce and Jay-Z, and I probably said this in, in um, my second episode too, but it, it was just a question that, um, that had a stump for a minute until I realized. Um, so, but yeah, so, um, I don't know. We, we just, we, we really need to just, uh, get it together. We, we need to take the time because we take the time for anything else we want, you know? Um, but it always seems that when it comes to God, it's like everybody's okay with putting him on the back burner or saying, oh, yeah, I'll get to it later. But don't do that with anything else. So, um, yeah, that next episode, Discipline and consist- Consistency, is, is going to be um, an eye-opener and a, a heart t- having issues with my but it'll be a heart tugger and a life change. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Um, I also wanted to give you Second Timothy. Um. Second Timothy, wait a minute, I wrote it down. Second Timothy 3, 1 through 7. It seems kind of long, but I really think it's important um, to end on a scripture and a prayer. Um, because I, again... I love y'all. It's not the type of love that, you know, oh, I want to just, no. But I, I care about your well-being. I care about um, what's going on with you. And that's just real talk. That's just who God made me to be. And I, I can't help it. I've been that way since I was a child. Um. Uh, I don't know, y'all. It's so much about this topic that it just runs through my mind. And it's, I keep thinking I want to say something, and then I'm like, no, nah, I can save it for next time. So uh, going back, it is, um, like I said, Second Timothy. And Timothy is in the New Testament. It's right before Titus. And right after first timothy i just had to say that so we're gonna do second timothy one through seven i'm sorry second timothy three one through seven okay second timothy three one through seven y'all really need to hear this because it's saying difficult times will come. Y'all know we in them difficult times now, right? 
it, this this is it. And in my 47 years, I never thought that I would be alive to see what I'm seeing right now. I just, I really didn't. Um, let me just. All right, y'all, forgive me for that. I had to make myself know because, like I said, my memory. All right, difficult times will come. But understand this, that in the last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble will come. Difficult days that will be hard to bear. Aren't we there already? That's why I say I don't understand how people can't or don't believe the Bible. This Bible predates America, and America is doing everything that is in this Bible right now. Um, for people will be lovers of self. Didn't I say um, in my second episode or maybe my first one how America has become so self-idolizing? But that's how God works. You ask him for answers, he gives them. Uh, this is um, two. For people will be lovers of self, narcissistic, self-focused, lovers of money, impaled by greed, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, oh my, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. And they will be unloving devoid of natural human affection, callous and inhumane, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, mm? devoid of self-control, intemperate, immoral, brutal, haters of good, now, those words, those are deep. Four, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of sensual pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of outward godliness religion, although they have denied its power. For their conduct nullifies their claim of faith. Avoid such people and keep far away from them. For among them are those who worm their way into homes and captivate morally weak and spiritually dwarfed women weighed down by the burden of their sins, easily swayed by various impulses always learning and listening to anybody who would teach them, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. What did y'all take away from that? You'll have to leave it in comments. Go back, reread it. I really want to hear what, what y'all, you know, what, what do you get from it? Um, and so now... Dear listeners, those were the two extra um, books that I had wanted to throw into this episode. Uh, 
because I felt like um, I needed to reiterate how important this is. You know, a lot of people like to joke about it and things like that, but it's not a laughing matter. People's souls are at risk of being damned. And, you know, Jesus says once <laughs> once he didn't turn his back, once, once you have gotten to a place where you no longer listen, um, once you've gotten to that place, then it's, it's, it's really too late. And, and you don't want to get there because then what else do you have? Um, and so now, dear listeners, because it's been 48 minutes, this one went way over. But um, like I said, sometimes when you just get into it and you get into the spirit and you start talking about things, you know, the spirit brings things up to right here. And it's like, oh, I, I got to say this. I got to say that. And again, my podcast, they might get a little more polished, a little more refined, but I'm still going to be me. You still going to hear um and all of that because I don't want to be like all the other people I don't want to you know be all uniformed and I don't want that I want this place to be comfortable I want this place to be real so before we part ways um I just want to remind you that even in the hustle and the bustle, right? Because we all got it going on. All of the hustle, all the bustle. There's always a light on the hill guiding your way. And that's why I feel like the title of my podcast was just so right. Um. I do want to ask y'all to stay tuned for our next episode um, because we will explore the powerful effects and, um, well, the powerful effects of discipline and consistency in our lives. Um, Because without it, it it makes you, I mean, it messes up a lot of things, not just your relationship with God, but if your household, everything is just chaotic. And so um, I just ask that you all remember the journey of faith is a step-by-step adventure. And the light is always there to show you the way. And what did I tell you our guiding light was? I'll show her one more time before we go. Your Bible. It gives you everything you need. And with that... Father God, hallowed is your name. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, the time, the space, the knowledge, the guidance, and the people. We thank you for all of those things, Father God. Thank you for the courage 
to be your disciple. Father God, we ask that anyone that comes to a light on the hill and listens, we hope that they decide to be a disciple. And in being a disciple, discipline comes from disciple. And I pray, Father God, that we continue to work on our discipline, our consistency, our prayer life, our ways that we treat others, Lord. I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice will go back, read your law, Father God. Reacquaint themselves with what's wrong and what's right. I also pray, Father God, that in this moment, in this space, Anyone listening that may be on a fence or unsure, Father God, I pray that you put in me what you need to give them and that their heart is open enough to receive it. Father God, we ask for your traveling mercies to and fro for anyone that has to leave. And we also ask, Father God, that you be a fence, a hedge around us in this time of confusion. Protect our minds, Lord. All these things we do ask in the sweet name of your son, Jesus Christ. And we all say, amen. All right, God's people. Again, I love you. Have a very blessed day. It's hump day. Um, today, maybe if you take the time to talk to someone, don't text, call, have a conversation. Tell somebody they look nice today or give somebody a smile. Um, unfrown your face, you know. Life is too short to be angry. Life is too short to be wasted on petty things that don't matter. And we all get caught up. I am not exempt. Believe me, baby, I am not exempt. But I feel like as long as we in this journey together, trying to improve, and strengthen our relationship with God. I mean, it, that's all you can do. You can just, you, you give your 100% to him. He takes care of the rest. His yoke is easy. He tells us that. But no, we still want to carry it ourselves. We still want to, I, 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 I got to do this. I got to do that. And I, 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 and, and that's why we get so tired and worn out. So 
I don't know when I'm going to post again. I haven't really set up a schedule. But uh, if you subscribe and turn on the notifications, anytime I upload something, you'll be the first to know. All right, guys, people. Until next time. Y'all be easy.